name is Leona, and welcome to Where's My Pen podcast. I'm putting an asterisk next to our name because I am not sure if this name will stick. Where's My Pen came from having so many thoughts in my head, having the notebook, because I love notebooks and I carry them around religiously, but maybe not having the pen. Maybe I wrote something down with it and left the pen somewhere. So I'm constantly on the search for Where's My Pen. We'll see if this sticks. If not, we'll come up with something else. If it sticks, then great. I don't have to come up with anything else. Um, it wasn't taken when I, in the podcast sphere, I looked it up. And so I was happy that it was open and hopefully we can go forward with that name. I had another podcast recorded with my friend, Aaron. It was our so-called life podcast. We had about 11 or 12 episodes. Our last one that we recorded with each other was in June, 2023. And I edited it and put it out on September of 2023. And that June was the last time we had recorded. We have had scheduling issues. She has a full life. I have a full life and we just have not had a chance to link up. So hopefully we'll be able to. But in the meantime, I thought I would just throw out my own podcast and see where this goes. Eventually, I feel like I should get some guests on because I think it'll get really tiresome for you guys to just hear me jibber jabber every whatever it is that we do this. But um, it'll be fun to have people on. And I, I enjoyed that part of our podcast when we did it together. I enjoyed interviewing people and just kind of sitting down and having that chat. So I look forward to what new things can be happening here on Where's My Pen podcast. Um, this inaugural podcast, I kind of wanted to just, I guess, do a brief introductory of where I'm at in 2024. Year of the Dragon gets me excited because I'm a dragon. And um, it's January, so it's the land of <laughs> resolutions and new me's, right? So I just wanted to kind of go in the Wayback Machine a couple of years and then kind of bring us up to where we are right now. And that's kind of what this initial podcast will be about. So I'm going to just briefly go into 2021 and then bring us to the now. 2021 in January, I left my job. I was a teacher's assistant for um, an in an elementary school where my youngest was going to school, I was the assistant to his teacher, whom I love. She is such a great friend of mine. She and I completed each other's sentences and were the halves of each other's brain. And I love her, will always love her. She is my favorite person on the planet and I love her. So we worked, I worked at the school for almost six years. That was like five and a half when I left. And reason why I left, for no other reason other than I just was not liking what I was doing anymore. It was the half of the year um, that we were back full time. Uh, I say full time just because it was the schedule was the full time. Not necessarily were the kids in full time because it was still post COVID and it was still the, we had you could be online or in-person choices that people had. And I, you know, I worked in the classroom with um, kids with special needs. And so um, it was the first group that went in. And it, we had that winter break in 2020, 
and it was two weeks and it was a good time for me to figure out if I was going to go back or not. And when we came back from break, I spoke to my teacher and I said, you know, after we did online, I think it was that week that we did online. And I said, you know, I made an appointment with our admin and she knew like she didn't even hesitate. She already, the first thing she said was you're leaving, right? And I said, yes. And that was like the hardest thing because I was saying it out loud, right? That was the hardest thing for me to tell us was her, you know? And, um, mainly because I enjoyed working with her so much because I enjoyed my job. I enjoyed working with her. I don't think I could have worked with other, another teacher as well as I worked with her, but I also don't think she gave me enough creative freedom and she trusted me so much that I could just be me and that was okay. And, um, so making that decision during winter break, like I just came home grumpy all the time, you know, like I came home, not happy. I was just unloading on my poor husband (laughs) and, but I was, it was done. Right. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't keep doing this anymore. Like I can't, it's not in me to keep doing it anymore. And she was the kindest about it and she was the sweetest about it. And I know that it was like a thing where I was leaving her in a lurch, right? I was living, leaving mid-year and that's never a good thing, but I was also leaving her. And so that was like the hardest thing was telling her. And before I worked at the school, I worked from home since my oldest, who is now 26, when I was pregnant with him, like out of the gate, I worked from home. And it wasn't, I wasn't working for a company from home. I was working for myself from home. So the school job was the first job I had outside the house. And it was good to just like, especially being the assistant, right? You go in, you do your time, you leave. Like I'm, I didn't have that teacher burden of bringing work home or having to be there early or staying late and all that other stuff, right? I do as I'm told. <laughs> I get in, I do it as I'm told. I get my lunch <laughs> and I leave, right? The pay was not all that great, but it wasn't like I was doing anything above what I felt like I was capable of doing. So, and I got every break with, you know, when my son had breaks. So great. And, um, so after I was, I left there, I left the school, I jumped right back into what I was doing prior to going to school and working at the school. Right. And I feel like looking back at that, that probably was not the best idea not the best thing for me to have done. I think I should have taken maybe a few months to figure out my next step. And if it was going to be working from home, great. If it was not going to be working from home, great too. But I didn't even take that pause. I left like a Wednesday and that Monday, I was back in my office doing what I do, right? And for those who do not work from home, yes, 
it is a great, that is always the goal, right? When people do not work from home, think that working from home is like the Mecca. You need, this is where I need to be. I can hang out at home and still work and whatever. And that's great, yes. When you're working for somebody else, when you are working for you, <laughs> it is not always the easiest thing. And I guess maybe I did not have anything to compare it to. Because if I work from home from, you know, when my kid was, when I was pregnant with my kid and he was out of high school and stuff, I have no comparison, right? This is all I know how to do. And then now I went to a place outside of the house where I have a schedule. And which is, by the way, the thing that I did not like. I did not like having to get a sub when I just wanted to go to the doctor, right? Then everybody's going to use their business. And like, it was just, I didn't like that part. But the going to something, doing your hours and getting out, done. Like I, that to me, I guess that's normal in work, right? But when you work from home, it never ends, right? And you're doing all the things. Now for creatives, it is very hard to do the back end of work. Creatives create, we make things, we create things, we craft things. We're not so good with the tracking things, with the keeping the receipt things, with the Texas things, <laughs> with all, all the little nuances that other businesses probably have departments for, you're it, right? Like that you're, you're, you are the reason why the ship sails. You're the reason why the ship sinks. You are it. And so I should have hindsight waited <laughs> maybe a month or so after I left the school job to kind of reflect on what I wanted to do with myself because I jumped right back in and I feel like the last few years was zombie mode, right? I was very, I'm very like, okay, do the same thing and very cylindrical. You're doing the same thing and you're doing because it was safe because it was what I knew because it was easy to pick up. Then the beginning of 2023 came and Aaron and I had always thought about doing a podcast together years before that. We had always said, this is what we should talk about. This is what we should talk about. And so we set off, we had a conversation. I think it was even via text of, Hey, we should do it. Yeah. When do you want to do it? Okay. Let's do it next week. Okay, cool. And fired up the laptop and I learned how to edit our thing, how to, where to put it on in order for it to go. I learned how to do the podcast in order to get us off the ground. And it was in that process that I realized I really do enjoy learning new things. I like, I like the tinkering with new things. I like figuring out new things. I love learning. I have a love of learning and I have a curiosity for everything. And I think that after doing a couple of our interviews for our podcast, I realized how much I enjoy talking to people. Now, this is not to say that I am a people person. <laughs> Cause I mean, I have not figured that part out, 
because sometimes people drain me, you know, like you, people want to do the whole label thing. I am an introvert empath. Okay. Cause I, who's married to an extrovert, right? The man can talk to everybody about anything and just like, blah, blah, blah. I am not the same. So that's why we do great together. <laughs> you know, they always say the, the introvert should find an extrovert and that's like what you need. He is the one that I want in a party. He is the one because he will just walk and talk to anybody. And I love that about him. I wish I had that. I don't have that. He has the desire and want to. I do not have the desire and want to. But I did enjoy the interview process that we had on our podcast. And I also enjoyed the back end of doing things, of editing, of figuring out how to edit our thing, what would be the easiest way or most efficient way of us doing X, Y, and Z. I enjoy that part. And I did enjoy sharing parts of myself that I did not think anybody would care to hear <laughs> or also that I maybe didn't want to share, but I did anyway. Why? Right? I don't know. That just seems to be a comfortable place for me was to share. So that was throughout 2023. And again, I think we had like 11 or 12 episodes. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I think we just started our second season and then we just kind of could not link up with our schedule. So 20, that was the, in 2023. And I also have had some health issues. Um, just a long story short, in August of 2023, I went to get my mammogram done and they found a suspicious area and in one side and throughout testing, now they found something on my other side. So now I am a week and a half as of this recording post-op from my bilateral lumpectomy. Um, I don't know because I believe I was a little, a little delusional <laughs> uh, coming out of surgery. So they didn't talk to me. They talked to my husband, but um, they are supposed to be giving me my pathology results, which I have not received um, before my, I think they're giving it to me before, hopefully before my follow up next week. So we'll see what happens with that. But both of my sides of my family, my mom and dad's side of the family are riddled with health issues. And so that was part of my thing for 2023 was kind of taking care of self medically and getting the correct sort of tests done that I needed to, but also follow-ups, right? Cause like we can test and then they find bad stuff and then we just like, ah, and I never see the doctor ever again. So I wanted to be thorough and follow through. And the easiest one for me was to do the mammogram because, um, I've done it every year. I think I maybe skipped like 2022. So 2021 was the last time. And then I just went and then they found it super small areas. I believe they got everything out of each breast. I'm still recovering. I'm not supposed to do any sort of big activities, which meant bowling. We had bowling the other day, and so I, I couldn't um, bowl with my league, but I was there to heckle. So if anything, I can heckle really well. That They didn't take that out of me. And so that's where we are. So 
2024, Year of the Dragon. I'm a dragon, so I'm loving this year. And in November of 2023, we went to Texas for vacation. My husband's a veteran. They have a veteran thing at one of his niece's schools. And so we went to that event in November. And December, we had an opportunity to go to Hawaii. I have not been home. Hawaii is home for me. I have not been back home since 2019. So it's been four years, four years plus. I think it's like four and a half years since I've been back home. And Hawaii is always my happy place. It is where I feel centered. It's where I feel relaxed because I feel I never thought that I was a big tense ball. <laughs> Until I go there and realize, whoa, this is what calm feels like. So I um, had a great visit back home. And it is then that I realized we went right before Christmas. We got home a few days before Christmas. And I love Christmas in general. I love seeing lights, twinkle lights, decorated trees, the whole thing. The spirit is always so nice to see people just enjoying themselves. And, you know, Christmas is just always a good thing. And Hawaii is always a good time. So it was then after we came home that I realized how not happy I guess I've been the last few years because I jumped into doing what I normally do, right? I was done with the school job. I didn't take any break whatsoever. Went right back into doing what I did before. And I guess I felt a little guilty that that wasn't fulfilling either. So then you get down this trail of like, well, if what you did before wasn't, wasn't making you happy, then maybe it's just you. That's not, yeah, you're correct. It's me. That's not happy. Um, but what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I know that there are things I'm wanting to do and wanting to try that keeps getting moved from year to year. Like, you know what I would like to do is the, and then like the year goes by and then, you know, December, you reevaluate again. And I'm not a new year's resolution person, but there is a time when I kind of reflect and go, what new things should I endeavor in the next year? And certain things just keep getting pushed down the line. Right. And you don't notice that you're pushing it down the line until you figure out that what you're doing have done will continue to do you don't like doing so do something different it should be that easy right but forest to the trees my friends uh <laughs> it is easy to when you pull back and you look back on it but when you're inside of it you kind of think like well i was happy doing this how many years ago and what now you're not happy no i'm not i'm not happy doing the same stuff that i did before because the world is like out there right the world is your oyster. The world is big. The world is vast. We should be able to do all the things that we want to do and not just keep going back to the fallback thing that you keep falling back to. And is that a hard realization? Yeah, it is. It's a hard realization to know that the things that once brought you joy no longer bring you joy because now you have nothing else to fall back on, right? What is that safety thing? I don't know what that is. But where I'm at right now is I am okay with that uncomfortableness because I think before I would be uncomfortable 
and then fall back into the thing that made me comfortable and then it's a it's a wheel right it's a cycle okay so but i'm going to continue to do the stuff that i'm not happy doing because it's safe but what is wrong with being unsafe what is wrong with going beyond what it is that you normally do it's breaking that pattern right it's breaking that that cycle in your head so 2024 year of the dragon i've said that before i'm excited because i am finally being okay with not being okay <laughs> and i know that sounds horrible and i know it sounds like oh my gosh you just lost like three years of your life yeah maybe okay <laughs> so does that gonna determine that i'm gonna end up being unhappy for the next three years of my life i don't think so like i don't think that that's what that means i think we all go through our things i think we all go through our challenges i think we all go through times when it's not easy and that was my time of it's not being easy and i think a lot of things came together to realize things that needed to fall back, fall apart, things that needed to go away. And it was a combination of being back home and being ready. Because if it was any other time, who's to say that I would have been ready for doing something different, whatever that means. Now, there are a few things, again, I said that has been going year to year that I'm like, it's on the list. Okay. And you kind of like, I always equate it. And I don't know how many people can identify with this, but Peewee's big adventure, Peewee's big adventure. There is a part where he is the, the pet store is on fire and he is rescuing the animals and he is running back and forth and keeps staring at the snakes in the tank because he's afraid of snakes can't touch him doesn't want to go near it and every time he keeps running back he stares at them and is like oh i can't touch it and then the last thing he grabs are the snakes out of the tank and then he passes out on the sidewalk when he's out of the building i that is the pinnacle of how i feel about the things that i have had to shuffle and kind of move like oh no i don't think no i can't do that no or your self-talk, right? Like you're like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Mm. And you can talk yourself out of anything, right? So I think this year, now where's my pen? <laughs> is putting those things to action and doing the things, even if scared. I know people always talk about fear of failure. I do not have a fear of failure. And I've said this to myself for years. It is not a fear of failure. I have a fear of success. Why do I have a fear of success? I have a fear of success because with success comes expectation. And that means you are expected to deliver every single time. And I am okay now with saying out loud <laughs> that I am 
yes, while success is scary, I am okay with the expectation of others, even if I am not successful in meeting their expectations. And I'm not sure if that makes sense. It does to my head, <laughs> right? It does to me. But I've always said fear of success is my biggest downfall because I have that much confidence that I can learn all anything. I can learn all the things. I can figure it out. I can play with it until I can put it back together again. And I have that in me and I know no matter what I do, if I put my nose to it, it will be successful. My fear of success is that expectation that you will be able to do it all the time. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that expectation. Was I okay with that two years from now, two years ago? No, not at all. Was I okay with that last year? No, not at all. But I'm okay being uncomfortable and you need to be uncomfortable to move forward. So I'm going to leave it with that. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for coming along on my journey. Hopefully we can have a couple of guests on soon. I think we'll do a couple more of these just sit down and chat ones and then we'll have um, a guest come on. And thank you for taking time out and spending time with me. Again, this is Leona from Where's Your Where's My Pen podcast. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.